I want to kill everyone. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. Buckle up, protect your nards, and hold on to the goddamn brownies. We're talking horror comedies, the 1989 Joe Dante classic, The Burbs, on this week's episode of The Swearwolves. Welcome to the Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. I'm Alan. Last week, we discussed horror sci-fi movies. This week, we're going to discuss horror comedies. And I actually have a pretty extensive list of horror comedies that I love. What Lay about it you? On us. What about you guys? Do you guys <laughs> like horror? Do you guys like horror comedy movies? I, I think I love horror comedy. Uh, I'm kind of picky. If it's too <laughs> much comedy, you know, I... You know, then it becomes just a comedy movie for me. And, you know, I like comedy movies. But, yeah. uh, you know, for the most part, I like my horror movies with just, you know, a little bit of comedy or maybe not so much, you know, in your face I do humor. Th- I do think that horror and comedy actually lend themselves well to one another. When done right. Yeah. Yep. yeah, when it's natural. We were talking about in the first episode, actually, we were talking about Jason Lives mm-hmm. and how that had some really funny natural organic moments but this episode we're going to talk about horror comedies comedy movies that have horror elements kind of more so in there so i'm going to go through my list and if you guys want me to talk or if you guys want to talk about these films i'll go through my list and then we'll, we'll go down the line here but um number one on my list killer clowns from outer space yeah there you go <laughs> that's a good I one that's a good one love that film no, 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 no. <laughs> i saw that movie we we got I lived out in rural Wisconsin and we didn't have cable for the longest time. We only had like four channels, the um, NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox. And we finally got cable and we had, we got this movie channel for free and they would show just like shitty movies. Like <laughs> one of the movies that they would show, actually, I guess this could be considered a horror comedy too. I didn't even think about it till just now was blood diner. Blood Diner. <laughs> Do you have that? Do you I, have- I have that movie. Oh, yeah. God. It's it's so... That was the first time I ever saw that. And I was just like... I was fascinated because there was nudity. Um, but um, but another movie... One one day I was... I turned on the TV and I'm like, I'm going to turn on the, this movie channel. And it wasn't like a... It wasn't HBO. It wasn't Cinemax. It was just like this movie channel. I don't even know what it was. And Killer Clowns from Outer Space was on. And I fell in love. Because it's so cartoony. So it's so well done, right. in my opinion. It's an independent film uh, made by the, I think I'm pronouncing it right, the Chiodo Brothers. Um, is that how you pronounce it? I believe so. Yeah. Um, who, who I got to meet, fortunately enough, and they all Those signed guys an were 8x10. Cool. Yeah, they were really yeah, nice. They were really nice. But um, I got them to sign an 8x10 for me and take a picture with me, and it was, it was just a lot of fun. But um, they just made this really good film, and it, supposedly they're going to make a sequel. Oh, really? 
Yeah. It's, it's been in <laughs> the works awesome. for a few years now. Um, I didn't get a chance. I didn't really get a chance to ask them because I was kind of like fanboying out and I was like kind of embarrassed and all that kind of shit when I met them, but whatever. <laughs> Were you like, remember when you made Killer Clowns from Outer Space? <laughs> they're like, they're like That's the that was really good. You know, getting back to our last episode, they did the special effects. I think they did the special effects for Critters. Yes, that's correct. They <laughs> yeah. Did. Yeah, they did Critters. And they, they did special effects for a couple of movies, but I, I remember Critters. Mm-hmm. But those clowns are creepy looking. Yeah, Killer Clowns is the one that stands out. Well, I feel like when you go to um, like Spirit, the Halloween store, uh, that's kind of the new thing. It seems like the last couple of years, lots of clown stuff and demented killer clowns oh, that yeah. look like they could have been from the movie. Yeah. Yeah, and there, there's some great scenes in that movie. Yeah. But uh, so that's that's my number one movie. Here's another one: Scary Movie Two, not Scary Movie One. I like Scary Movie Two. Now, have you guys seen Scary Movie? I have. I've seen the second one too. I just don't remember. Second the one is yeah. with Chris Elliott. And is that the hand, the tiny hand? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Take my hand, child. And when he shoves my the hand, hand up the turkey, <laughs> and he's all "Hiya, waffle." <laughs> <laughs> That gets me, but um, <laughs> Tim Curry's in it also. Yeah, oh yeah, and I yeah. love Tim Curry. I, I think Tim Curry, Curry is. Uh, was is Leslie great. Nielsen in that one yet? He's in the third Leslie, one. Leslie Nielsen was dead. No, well, no, he's in one of the scary movies. Really? Yes. I don't think he's in any of them. Are you thinking I, of Dracula Dead and Loving It? That's what you're thinking of because he wasn't in Scary Movie. He was in one of the scary movies. <laughs> no, he was dead, dead dude. No, Leslie. Oh, Nielsen. Before then, look wait, up wait. Leslie Nielsen and see what Let's year look it he up. died. But do you remember? Um, not to go on a tangent, but do you remember um, Dracula Dead and Loving It? There's like the character. I never who, saw it. That was a Mel Brooks film, right? Yeah, and there's yeah. a character who's like his little assistant that like always calls him master. And um, there's a part where, I, if I remember correctly, Leslie Nielsen kind of corrects him, like, "Dude, I don't like it when you call me master." And there's a part where like the guy says. Master, master, and Leslie Nielsen shoots him a look, and he's like, "I mean, Mister, Mister." <laughs> so stupid. I don't remember that movie being very good, but I remember that part making me laugh. Uh, Alan's looking. Scary Movie Four. Oh he was, snap! He was in Scary Movie. Come on, guys. He died in 2010. Really? I thought he died in like 1990. No, I remember when he died. Two. <laughs> I heard Sorry, R.I.P. So we we're we're in Phoenix, Arizona. Leslie Nielsen was a local. Uh, and and toward, Scary Movie 3. Towards the end of his career, he was doing local credit union commercials. That's right. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. And then he died. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Alan. I blame the credit union for killing him. Yeah, I do too. What was it? Those sons of bitches. Oh, which credit union? Yeah. I don't remember. Well, fuck them. <laughs> All right. I love Scary Movie 2 because of Chris Elliott and because of Tim Curry. Um, I think that movie was hilarious. Now, that was more of a comedy, obviously. Killer yeah. Clowns from Outer Space. Eh, whatever. Probably, um, probably a little more horror yeah. for killer clowns. Yeah. Yeah. Number three on my list. Well, these aren't really in an order. These are just the order that I thought of them. <laughs> um, Shaun of the Dead. That made my that list one's as great. well. I love that movie. Yeah. But grouped with that one is a movie, a Spanish movie called Juan of the Dead. Have you ever seen this? I've heard of it, have not seen it. I haven't seen that. It is awesome. It is just as good as Shaun of the Dead. There's a lot of of the deads now, I think. There is. There is. I was going to make a movie. I, I told you guys about this. I was going to make a movie called Red Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> where, where basically, and I wrote the first 10 pages. I got to send you guys the first 10 pages that I wrote of it. So you guys, maybe we'll do a reading. Yeah, that'd be great. Do there a little table reading. We'll do the audio book. Yeah. But it's the, it's the first 10 pages. Basically, it's Dawn of the Dead. And I just, in, instead of Cubans and Russians, it's zombies. 
<laughs> so brilliant. Well, brilliant. what about zombie Cubans and zombie Russians? Well, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. It's like uh, at the end of the Cold War, during the Cold War, we did a bunch of tests on to make super soldiers, and they all failed. And so did Russia, and they didn't fail. And their result was zombies. If you did a zombie movie about like Cubans and Russians, like the hat budget alone, the funny hat, <laughs> the funny hat budget, I think would be out of control. <laughs> um, speak, uh, we were talking about Mel Brooks earlier, uh, Young Frankenstein. Oh, also on my list. That's that, perfect. I remember I was, I was like, always big into horror. Um, David talked about how his dad showed him the thing. And I remember talking to my stepdad when I was younger and, and I was like really big into horror movies and it was actually Halloween day. And I said, uh, I want to watch a good horror film. And he goes, I got one for you. Young Frankenstein. My stepdad had a sense of humor. <laughs> Still probably does. Um, I don't talk to him anymore, but <laughs> oh. well, cause he's not my stepdad anymore. Oh. My mom marries a lot. Um, <laughs> but he, uh, he had a sense of humor. And so he rented me uh, young Frankenstein and I was like 10 when I saw it. So I didn't get all the jokes there's, and there's so many, there's <laughs> so many, but that movie is in my opinion, Mel Brooks's best film. <laughs> I was just thinking as you were talking about it, one of my favorite scenes in that whole movie is the scene where, um, where Gene Wilder, uh, where his girlfriend or wife or whoever she is, the uh, Bern- Madel- uh, Madeline Collins character, when she arrives and he's like helping her off the carriage and into the house, he's like, "Igor, help me, help me with the bags." You take and, the blonde. I'll yeah. take the one in the toy bag. And he like bites at her mink stole that she wearing. <laughs> and you can see the actors kind of. You see him break a little bit. They they react like until like I don't know if that was scripted or not, but like that was Marty. So funny, Marty Feldman. Best, oh my god, Marty Feldman, best Igor or Igor. <laughs> well, I guess they were wrong then, weren't they? Hmm. <laughs> um, Marty Feldman was awesome. Gene Wilder was great as uh, Victor Frankenstein. Frankenstein. It's pronounced Frankenstein. Um, all right, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness, kind of group them together. Yeah. Um, as horror comedies. I think Evil Dead 2 probably more on the horror side. Army of Darkness started making fun of well, started having more fun. Army of Darkness was like a uh, it was like watching a live action Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Bruce Campbell. Give me some sugar, baby. Bruce Campbell. <laughs> I think Bruce Campbell probably really shined in Evil Dead 2. Um, he did such a great job with the physical comedy. Yeah. Um, the physical aspects, especially when his hand is possessed and it's like attacking him <laughs> and he has to fight himself. Um, and then there's also him literally fighting himself in Army of Darkness when he splits That's into right. two. Evil Ash. Uh, Evil Ash. Uh, so, such a great couple of films. Yeah. Um, Evil Dead 1 is really great also. Um, Sam Raimi. I really wish he would direct more horror. He did... Um, uh, Drag Me to Hell? Drag Me to Hell. Thank you. He did Drag Me to Hell and... That was getting back to the roots of like Evil Dead. That was a cool movie. I and like Drag Me I Hell. love that movie. I think Drag Me to Hell belongs in the Evil Dead universe, really. Yeah. Um, there's some funny moments in there. Um, but Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness are on my list. Um, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Man, it's on my list too. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, David and I uh, actually, Alan, have you seen this? No, I haven't. It's so good. It's like a, it's a fake documentary about an aspiring serial killer. Now, is it like a mockumentary? Yeah. Yeah, so he um 
he idolizes so like in this universe, Freddy Krueger's real, Jason Voorhees is real, and this guy has grown up idolizing them, and he wants to be the next serial killer. So there's a camera crew that's following him around, and he's he invites, planning. He invites a camera crew yeah, to follow him, and around. he's in, he's setting up how he's going to kill all these teenagers, and it's hilarious. Like it has a scene of him, and he's training. Uh, it's one of my favorite parts of the movie. And he's like, you know, something that a lot of people don't think about or talk about is how hard it is. Uh, to catch people when you can't run because the killer <laughs> always has to just walk. Yeah. He's like, so you got these teenagers who are running away from you, but you can only walk. So basically so you got to catch up to yeah. him. It takes every trope <laughs> of every horror movie and it kind of acknowledges it. And Robert England's in it too. Doesn't he have a, doesn't he have a small part? I, I think you're right. Um, there's also the part that I still do it to this day. But there's this part where he's like celebrating. I think it's after like one of his kills and he's like knuckles and then he's all bow it and then hit elbows. And I still say it to this day. I, oh, I don't know if my wife understands why I'm saying it, but I'm like, hit it, bow it. That's a movie I feel like is destined for cult status. And oh, maybe maybe it's already there. It, prob- it probably so already weird. is. But um, and then he also has a mask that he wears and he goes to like this old retired serial killer house and they're like uh you know he's like talking to him talking getting, shop. Adv- getting advice that reminds me of a movie uh, i'm gonna mention in this segment so oh i'm gonna keep that oh, in mind. i'm intrigued i got uh two more cabin in the woods came out a few years ago and that's on my list too <laughs> dude <laughs> i took your list did we just become best friends <laughs> besties <Yep. laughs> um, cabin in the woods i thought was so good um, and i was so surprised when i saw that in the theater and i went to it just because i like horror movies and then it, I was not expecting to like that movie and I loved it. Oh, it happened. And I was like that, that movie just happened and it was awesome. It's brilliant. Have you seen it? <laughs> no. Oh my Dude. God. <laughs> okay. So what you need to do, Alan, watch it. And the first minute I was in, like yeah. the opening scene is fantastic. It's like two guys riding around on a cart and they're just talking about cabinets or something stupid. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> it's a great movie. And, um, uh, and that movie also a uh, fanboy moment. Uh, you guys already know this about me. I'm, the biggest Nine Inch Nails fan on the really, planet. yeah, yeah, you might really. Yeah. Is that oh, true? Yeah. I couldn't tell. Um, the movie <laughs> ends with the song "Last" by Nine Inch Nails, and I remember the first time I saw that movie, I didn't know that either. When it happened, I was like, "Oh my god!" It's like the cherry on top of the Sunday of this wonderful movie. Um, Half of the things in David's house have the Nine Inch Nails logo. Yeah, just so I'm you looking know. at a wall of every <laughs> Nine Inch Nail poster that ever happened. Trent Reznor is my spirit animal. Yeah, I don't think we've ever mentioned that our intro music and our outro music were your creations. And yeah, you're very inspired by two people, <laughs> yeah. John Carpenter and, I, and Trent Reznor. Reznor. Yep. Yep. Which, which you can tell. <laughs> and my last one is The Frighteners, which, um, is that on your list too, David? It's, I don't, it's not, it should be. I, I fucking love that movie. It's so funny. <laughs> it, it is really good with um, Michael J. Fox and Jake Busey. It's just, I, I really, I, and another movie that I really didn't think I would like, um, but but then I ultimately loved. <laughs> it has uh, a brilliant scene that I love. <laughs> tell oh, us, there's several. Tell um, us about I'll it. I was going to tell you about it. Um, and there's a part where uh, Michael J. Fox is talking to uh, the widow of this guy who just died, and the ghost of the of the guy is standing right next to him as, as they're having the conversation. And the woman is kind of lamenting about uh, their shitty relationship right in front of the ghost. And uh, she's like, you know we haven't been happy in a long time. And you see the guy's face and he's kind of like, what? Mm-hmm. And then she's like, you know, it, it, we didn't have what you would call an ideal marriage. And the guy just looks at him and he's like, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> just awesome. Great scene. All right. So that's, that's my list. 
Um, David, I did most of your list. <laughs> yeah, let's go to Alan, and then I'll probably have I'll, I'll do cleanup. Okay. Cool. So uh, you had mentioned a movie about a uh, serial killer with a uh, a documentary crew. Yeah. So there's a French movie called The Man Bites Dog. Have you guys seen it? I've heard of it. I've heard of it also. 1992. So it was released on DVD uh, years ago on the Criterion Collection. Mm-hmm. And it's about a serial killer who has a documentary crew, a film crew, follow him around. And they follow him around as he commits his crimes. I wonder if The Rise of Leslie Vernon ripped this French film. Yeah, Is it a French film? It's a French film. I wonder if it ripped it off. It when you mentioned uh, behind the the mask. rise of or yeah behind the mask, it immediate, immediately made me think of Man Bites Dog, hmm. and we'll have to look into that because I bet you something in Wikipedia will tell us. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it came out in '92. It it was uh, shown at the Cannes Film Festival '92. It, it had so many uh, accolades. Hmm. Uh, and I think it's one of Tarantino's favorites too. Ah. But it's in black and white, which means it has to be good. Yeah, it did has I ever a, tell you guys about when I worked at a video store in West Hollywood? I lived out in yeah. California for a couple of years, and I worked at a video store in West Hollywood called Twenty Twenty Video. And um, celebrities would come in from time to time. And one day, right before my shift started, I was I was the assistant manager, and I worked the afternoon shift or the night shift, and I'd come in in the afternoon. And my manager worked the morning and she goes, you just missed Tarantino. He came, in and, he came in and rented a couple movies. Well, part of my job was also to run a report that would show people that had late movies and Tarantino's name came up. So I had to call. <laughs> Give him a call. I had to call him. Well, of course, it was an answering service, but I'm all, damn it. Uh, Mr. Tarantino, this is Brett. And I gave my last name and I was all, because I was like, oh, maybe he'll like, remember me and be like that's such a good name I'm gonna, you know, i was like 22 I'm years, that guy i was like 21 or 22 years His old voice is silky smooth so then i um I, I called him to say hey you have these movies out and then he returned them when i wasn't at the store also oh of what course this fucking <laughs> what movie uh what movies did you rent do you remember he rented like ghost dad yeah no Cop it was half it was like it was like some black exploitation movie i don't know what he was getting That's ready awesome. to film at the time. Oh, probably but, something with Fred Williamson in it or something. Yeah, it was some it was something. But you know the funny thing I had a, a Brett's pick wall like section at the video store. Uh-huh. And like I had a bunch of Tarantino movies and Tarantino <laughs> favorites and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So I was like, when he comes in again, he's gonna see my picks and he's gonna be like, This guy <laughs> knows guy. movies. Cause he used to work at a video store and now he's a famous filmmaker. <laughs> and then dreams were shattered and I never saw him again. But I did meet Tori Spelling. Go ahead, David or Alan. <laughs> I want to hear about Tori Spelling. Was she delightful? She was actually really was nice. She really nice? Oh, that's good. Yeah, her and another guy from nine hundred two one zero came in, and he went to the porn section, and he bought like four porns. Hmm, that's uh, awesome. And then he came back the next day and bought four more. Good lord, he's got a problem. <laughs> and these were VHSs, and these were not cheap at the time because oh, no. you know movies. Back in the day, like it cost a lot of money yeah. to buy VHS were like thirty nine ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you can buy a DVD for eight five bucks. bucks. Yeah. Yep. Eight bucks. Yeah. You can get porn for free now. <laughs> exactly. But regardless. All right. So Man Bites Dog. Yeah, Man Bites Dog uh is great. Um also Sleepaway Camp Three. Yep. Um 
I had actually, this was the first sleepaway camp I had ever seen. Um, I saw it at my uncle's house. He had uh, the chiller. I think it was called the chiller channel. Isn't it yeah, chiller? Yeah, there's chiller. Right? Yeah, well, so, that's more recent though. Chiller's more recent. No, it's been around for a while. No, the one David. Oh, that's Shudder. Oh, Shudder. But then there's okay. chiller. It's like a cable channel. Yeah, it's oh. like an, it's like an extra channel you can it's get. It's like on Cinemax? Direct TV. Oh. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's like IFC, you know, those kind of okay. channels. All right. But uh, I stumbled upon it. I was like, Sleepaway Camp 3, this looks cool. And has a really awesome like metal soundtrack, you know, 80s metal. And um, it's really different from the first Sleepaway Camp. Uh, it's definitely more funny moments. It's definitely a horror comedy. But How it many keeps, Sleepaway Camps did they make? Did there's, there were supposed to be four. I thought there was a fourth one. And then I think... I think they made another one. I, was, I thought there were like five or six of them. Really? But I, yeah, I've only like, seen like the first two. Yeah. But the original three. Is Pamela Springsteen in two and in three? Two, right? She's in two and three. Okay. She is in three. Yeah. Okay. Because two is where it starts to get a little funny, right? Yeah. Two is a mixture of, it's a good balance. But I'd say, it, I'd say it's still a little more horror. Yes. But three, it kind of tips the scale into the comedy. Yeah. Um, but it still keeps kind of the gruesome kills intact as well. So uh, that's one of my favorite horror comedies. Also, Chopping Mall yes. has yep. some really good moments. The beginning uh, is a really yeah. funny moment with the married couple, and they're talking shit about the robots. And also one of our favorites, uh, Dick Miller, another appearance by Dick Miller. Dick Miller is Dick in everything. Yeah. And he's, he's either a garbage he, and he's man. In the burbs, which we'll be talking about. Shortly. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he's he's in the. I remember yep. the other night I was watching the. Well, yeah, and this we'll one he's a janitor. It. He's either a janitor or a garbage. Yeah, he's always man. a blue collar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fella. He's still alive too. He's still alive and he's old yeah. as hell. He's in his nineties, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's been in everything. Yeah, yep. he's in a lot of good movies, and he's not a major character. If but. you could have a career like Dick Miller, or like. I get what you're saying though, like where you can have that type of thing where you probably work enough that you live comfortably. He's probably rich. I yep. mean, comparatively, and, right? Yeah, and I'd be willing to bet he can go to restaurants <laughs> and he can go shopping. And he can do everything like a normal person and occasionally get recognized. Yeah, like he's just if you famous can have enough that, that, or you're like Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, that would be my ideal fame. Would be just famous enough that you occasionally get recognized and get you know. Perks. And to where you have to work maybe I don't know twenty two days yeah. a week or a year, <laughs> <laughs> twenty two days a year. And, and still be recognized. Living the yep. dream. Yep. Uh, another one, Vamp, with Grace Jones. Another oh God, vampire a movie. Name I haven't heard. In yeah. So this one is about some uh, frat boys. They want to. I think they want to throw a party, right, Dave? I, I'm trying to remember. Uh, it's been a while they, since I've seen the movie, they, but yeah. And they go to a strip club. They or go something? to they go to a strip club, yeah. see if they can find a hooker, bring her back for their party. <laughs> because that's what, what could you go do. wrong. <laughs> what could go wrong? Yeah. But it turns out that they go to a strip club where it is inhabited by vampires. Listen, great plan, poor execution. Right. Listen, we're all guys here. How many times have you gone out looking for hookers? <laughs> <laughs> Zero is no, my. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I used to cruise Van Buren just to <laughs> see them and be like, oh, there's hookers, and then I'd like speed past them. <laughs> are there still hookers on Van Buren? I think so. Really? Yeah, I was oh, in yeah. that area not too long ago, and I was like, I think that's we're in I Phoenix, that Arizona, that and that like profession. Van Buren. Just drive down Baseline. Yeah, you'll be fine. If you're uh, <laughs> listening to us from Central Phoenix or the South Side of Town, we apologize. Uh, no, I'm sure not, your area is very, very. I'm nice. not insulting the area. I just oh, I was. know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, Vamp was that the last one on your list? Uh, 
Also, I believe we've discussed this in the past, but Return of Living Dead. Oh, God. Oh. How did I forget that movie? Oh, it's my a, God. It's on my list. Yeah. <laughs> so um, another one I saw friends. at a young age. Um, and when I was a kid and I saw it, the some of the you know the the funny parts kind of went over my head because I was so fascinated by the horror element. Yeah. But as I've gotten older and I've rewatched the movie, you kind of you know pick up on some of the, some of the funny parts. So but, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there on a limb and say, Dawn of the Dead is my favorite uh, zombie film. Mm-hmm. Return of the Living Dead is my second favorite. Wow. Yeah. High praise. I think Return of the Living Dead is awesome. I would say Return of the Living Dead is my favorite zombie movie. You suck. What? It's, <laughs> it's great. Don't you like it better should, than Dawn, of the, Dawn of the Dead? I Dawn of the Dead over it. Dawn of the Dead, uh, probably second for me. And that says a lot because there's a lot of zombie movies out there out there that I like, uh, especially some of the European ones, and there's some good ones. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Dawn of the Dead David, number two. settle this debate. Dawn of the Dead's number one, right? Yeah. Okay. I take Dawn over Return. David and I are besties. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. We're having a real bromance this episode. <laughs> It'll change next. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll say a movie, but like, fuck you. No. I'm <laughs> All right. You're batting cleanup. All right. So um, a lot of them you guys have already said, but I'll, I'll throw a couple of older ones and then a couple newer ones. Um, for like 80s movies, uh, Fright Night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Fright, Fright Night. Night. Yeah. yeah, great movie, Chris yeah. Brandon. You know, I didn't. I don't. I guess it is a comedy. It's, though, right? it's a funny movie. Yeah, it has, yeah. It is. I yeah. like the remake too. I thought the remake was. really I, well I also done. enjoyed the remake. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was worthy. But it's definitely a good film. Yeah, yeah but I still prefer the original. Um, oh, of course. Obviously, uh, we've I've mentioned it several times already. Night of the Creeps. Um, <laughs> yep. uh, Reanimator. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah again. Yeah. Again, I don't think of it as a comedy, but yes, it is funny. Yeah, it's funny. Um, Beetlejuice. Oh, dude, I could have said that too. You know what other one I just thought of? What? Mm. Frankenhooker. Frankenhooker's good. Yeah. yeah. There is, <laughs> there's one that none of us have mentioned yet, and I'm gonna say it at the end of the segment. Okay. See if you Go ahead. Uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice is I, great. I love it. Um, and Danny Elfman's music is fantastic. Tim uh, Burton. All the Tim Burton. Yeah. Of uh, course. Imagery. Michael Keaton. Uh, who's could barely, you barely even in the movie is amazing. Could you? Would you say that uh, like Nightmare Before Christmas would be a, I, I know it's like a family film, but it's kind of horror, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. um, Fantasy. Yeah. Also getting into that debate is, is it a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Oh, yeah. that's true. But you know what's good about it is that it's Halloween to Christmas. It's so great, it gives you it's two months. <laughs> um, Hotel Transylvania is also really good. Yeah, I have kids. Go I still ahead. haven't seen that one. Uh, um, uh, actually, real, real quick, David, uh, Beetlejuice was one of the few movies that was PG and allowed an F bomb. Yeah, you that's remember right. that? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you remember the scene? Yeah, he kicks over the uh, the tree in when he's inside the uh, the, the model, little, and he's like, "Yeah, nice fucking model," and then he squeezes his balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> a real family moment. <laughs> I love that movie. It's got it's some great. of the greatest visuals. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. You got the sandworms. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, I went uh, several years ago. I think this might have been before uh, we knew each other. Um, but I went as Beetlejuice for Halloween. Mm-hmm. But I dressed like him in the in the wedding scene. So I had like a red tuxedo. Oh, nice! It was pretty sweet. I had the white shoes. It was they were pretty cool little ensemble. So supposedly, <laughs> the a, sequel. There, well, supposedly there is going to be a sequel. Originally, the sequel was Beetlejuice Just goes, goes Hawaiian, Hawaiian. Yeah. Uh, which is 
pretty lame. That also got a Saturday morning cartoon. I know we talked about that a Saturday was, morning cartoon. I liked the cartoon. That was one of my favorite. It was Saturday okay, but cartoon. it didn't make no, sense. No, it was great. It was, but it didn't make sense to me. It was a Nintendo game too, and the game sucked. Oh, everything yeah, was that game a was hard. Nintendo game, yeah. wasn't it? Everything was a fucking Nintendo game. I think Did Alf game. get its own Nintendo game? Probably <laughs> no. not, I don't think, actually. Yeah. That should have. No, the, it totally should have. The Beetlejuice cartoon was great. I thought... Uh, it was good, but it didn't make sense. It, it didn't follow the, the, the but movie that's okay. because Beetlejuice was a bad guy. That's okay because, uh, you know, in the movie, he was a bad guy and the movie kind of ended. They got rid of him. But I kind of like the fact that the cartoon made it a little different. He was kind of a lovable character. Him and... Lydia and Lydia, yeah. So I, I thought the cartoon on its own, yeah, was solid. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, a couple others. I, um, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Yes. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. I, I watched that movie. Every... It's actually not that great of a movie. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> no. Actually... I think it's great. Um, yeah. Maybe that should have been safe for the guilty pleasure. Elvira but, uh... makes that movie. Yeah, the movie's pure cheese. It's, it's Elvira and Edie McClure. Right? It's definitely more on the comedy side of things. One oh, of my yeah, favorite for, scenes for sure. is when she's uh, changing the letters on the marquee and she kind of slips and she she slaps her hand on the marquee to kind of get balance and she has the letter F and then U C K are up there. So, <laughs> so like uh, some of the prude. Can I just tell walking you by and they get how much I love Elvira? Oh, I yeah. also I think her. she's awesome. She's, oh, she's, she's fantastic. Amazing. Do you know that she was like burned on like yeah. half of her yeah. body? Yep. Yeah, she had an accident when she somewhere. was a child. Yeah, I remember hearing about that too. And she had to wear a lot of makeup and I guess she was really self-conscious about yeah. it. And it's something now she's sort of embraced. Yeah. It's part of her yep. identity. Interesting. All right, go yeah. ahead. Um, and then as far as like newer ones, um, a couple, I got I got a big list, but uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll, for the sake of time, I'll just say a few. Uh, Zombieland. Yeah, I Zombie Land was, was really good. I'm, I'm looking forward to the sequel. I thought. Oh, it was they're a really making a. I didn't even know yeah, they're, they're making another a sequel. One. I think it's coming out next that year. That was Woody Harrelson, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And, and Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Was Bill, yeah. Bill oh. fucking Murray. That, that was seems great. fantastic. So yeah. I'm. I'm so R. sorry R. if you haven't seen it. There's a surprise alert. Oh. with Bill Murray, and it's brilliant. Well, sorry, I'm gonna everybody. say. I'm gonna say spoiler alert because that movie's old. That movie enough. came out in like 2009. Bill Murray fakes to be a zombie. And, get, and then he gets shot. <laughs> yeah, he pretends to be a zombie to yeah to scare someone, and then he thinks he's a real zombie and shoots him with a gun and kills him. Yeah. And then that part when he's dying is also brilliant because yeah. uh, I think it's Jesse Eisenberg or somebody. Yeah. No, no, no. Emma Stone. She's like, "Hey, um, do you think you're gonna pull through?" And he goes, "No." <laughs> and then he dies. You know, and that's before Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone became yeah, famous. Yeah, Jesse pretty... Eisenberg went on to uh, the Facebook movie, yeah, and Emma Network. Stone went on to La La Land. Yeah. The Social Network with the, the Social Network by Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails. He won an Emmy for he that did. He won one. Or Oscar, or Oscar yeah. not an Emmy. Yeah. Why would he win an Emmy? He won a, yeah, he won an Oscar. <laughs> yep. Um, he couple, needs to win an Emmy because has he won a? Oh, um, so he can get the Tony. Oh, the trifecta. He got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should do that. He, he doesn't have a Tony. Um, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know. But you never know. Um, <laughs> have you guys seen Tucker uh, and Dale versus Evil? I tried to watch it. You didn't like it. Not that I didn't like it. I fell asleep. Okay. You need to give it another shot. Pretty funny. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's I know what Netflix. you're talking about, though. Yeah, it's kind of a couple rednecks. rednecks. Uh, there's a bunch of teenagers who keep dying in strange and ironic ways, and they're convinced that these people are trying to murder them. Yeah. Um, and they're convinced that there's like a suicide pact, and all these kids are, for whatever reason, killing themselves in front of each other, and everyone's afraid of everybody. It's really <laughs> funny. Um, another recent one, it was a Netflix movie. It was called The Babysitter hmm. with Samara Weaving. No. Okay. Um, that one's about like this kid who's, uh, he's 
he's got a babysitter that he really likes and she's really cute and he, he you know he's he finds her like really attractive and uh while he's upstairs uh he kind of sneaks down to like get a, a like a look at her and um finds out that she is part of like a cult oh. that kills somebody nice uh, yeah it, it's it's pretty awesome and then um we talked about <laughs> <laughs> the rise of Leslie or uh, Leslie Vernon um and then one more I'll do uh, uh two more um first one is a movie called suck hmm. you seen suck suck it's I... a it's a Canadian movie um about a rock band that's uh kind of struggling and they're on the road and they're they're you know on the cusp of breaking um and then the bass player in the band uh, who's a woman gets uh, bit by a vampire mm-hmm. and she becomes a vampire and so the the movie is this road trip movie of them touring uh, but she's also feeding and killing people and the band's starting to get po- uh, starting to get popular and they figure out that she's a vampire and they kind of use the vampire angle as a marketing ploy um, and but then other members of the band slowly also start <laughs> becoming vampires, and it's got tons of cameos by different uh, musicians. Like Moby's in it, and like has a bunch of piercings, and he's a real jerk. Alice Cooper's in it. Uh, Alex Lifeson from uh, Rush. Yeah, I was gonna say if, if it's Canadian, does it have like yeah. Ario Speedwagon? Uh, it's got a Rush. Well, you gotta have, you gotta have Rush if it's Canadian. <laughs> yeah. And then last one for me, um, and this should be very obvious given the name of our show: <laughs> uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Uh, I find that movie obviously funny. hilarious. Well, tell people that aren't familiar with it why. So kind of a fake documentary, too, about a, a group of, uh, I think they're from New Zealand, right? And yeah. they're, they're uh, roommates and they're vampires. And the movie covers everything from like tedious housework. Like, and they're all like different They're levels. different era of vampires. So you have like the new school vampire and then you've got like a Victorian era one. And there's one that's like really into torturing people. There's like the Nosferatu. There's like a really, really old vampire. <laughs> um, and it just has tons of little situations come up. Um, there is an, uh, a scene involving werewolves. That, that's where our name comes uh, from. Name you comes know from. what you should do on our, on our website, in our blog post, post the link to the YouTube clip. There's oh, yeah, a, yeah, there's a YouTube clip where they uh, meet the werewolves yep. after a night of partying <laughs> on the streets and they have their conflict because werewolves and vampires don't like each other. No. And but yeah, you know what? So if I could be one, I'd be a werewolf. I would too. Over a vampire. I'd be a swearwolf. Although, although chicks, as we know from our they, last episode. They dig the vampires. They do. That movie, yeah. uh, I really like the scene. There's a part where he has this, one of the vampires has a girl that comes over for a date and he's real excited about it. And while they're talking, he's putting newspapers all over the ground because <laughs> he's going to kill her. And then he eventually just bites her and blood gushes everywhere, like gets all over everything. And then he's talking to the camera afterwards. He's like, you know, I thought that went really well. <laughs> so funny movie. Um, and just to wrap this up, um, something I, I'm going to surprise you guys with. Um, if you are following us on Twitter or on Facebook, you may notice that our our icon uh, photo is a, it's actually a patch, but it's around. Uh, patch with a werewolf howling at the moon and it says the word fuck with a bunch of u's uh he's howling it <laughs> and then it says swearwolves for uh, for life and has you know a bunch of moon phases on it um i thought the patch was really really cool um so i reached out to the person that designed it uh, her name is Mackenzie, and i want to give her a shout out so if you're on twitter uh, follow her at robot owls she also has an etsy shop uh at etsy.com uh, etsy.com slash shop slash timid cryptids and that's t-i-m-i-d-c-r-y-p-t-i-d-s 
Uh, if you want to get a patch of your own, um, we're looking at them right now. So uh, they're really cool looking. You can't because you. I reached out. You to her. took that image. I did, and I wanted to make sure um, that she was cool with it. Uh, so I told her, I was like, hey, look, um, I want to use this image uh, on social media, but I also, it's important to me. I want to make sure you're cool with it. And we're if we're putting not, it to good use. Yeah, and I was like, if you're not cool with it, I will take it down. And if I never hear from you, uh, if you're not comfortable, I'll just assume that you don't want to do it all. And she has been it. very gracious. Oh, very, yeah. very, very nice. And she she created that? She did. She and created you got it. patches for me and I did, Alex? yeah. So, yeah. You wow. You guys. Uh, very so. nice. Yeah. I'm going to put it on the hat. I am, I'm going to put it on a hat, too. It's like the, it's like the uh, members-only jacket. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so if you want to join, if you want to join our, our, you can be a member too. So if you want a patch of your own, go to that website. I'll post that. Uh, Tell her our, that the Swearwolf well. sent you. Yeah, and uh, join us and get a patch because they're really, really. Yeah, those cool. are and really. She does, and she does great work. There's some other stuff on on her website, and it's those are it's awesome. Cool. She does wait. great work. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to put it on a hat. Yep. Very cool. All right. So I guess the final movie that we'll talk about. For our horror comedy. Well, real quick, Brett, yeah. I'm surprised nobody said Ghostbusters. Oh shit! <sighs> You're right. Wow. God. I'm surprised David. Didn't I was say waiting it. for one of you guys to say it. I got hey. a Ghostbusters pinball machine sitting like 20 feet away from when us. When you, well, I feel like a real piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just consider it a comedy, I guess. But well, yeah, a lot. Of, well, there yeah. is that. There's some scary Listen, shit like the the, the monsters and the, the, the oh yeah yeah the the ghost at the very beginning of the movie. There are definitely some horror elements in that. Movie. Zool in the yeah. uh, the refrigerator. Yeah, right. Ooh. you're right. Yep, you're right. And but go ahead. Oh no, I also well no let's, let's keep talking about Ghostbusters. What were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna move on, but go ahead. <laughs> well, no, I wanna I also wanna shout out to uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Because that had a scary moment <laughs> when I was a kid. One scary that moment. One scary moment. Yeah. Still. Large right. Marge. I love it. That's yes, awesome. Sir. Ghostbusters was awesome. And I remember Ghostbusters. God, I saw that. I saw that in the theater. Uh, my my father took me and my sisters to go see it. it, it we would go down to my dad's house um, every other weekend to visit him. And he took us to see. He would take us to see movies all the time. But he took us to see Ghostbusters. And we all loved it. We came back from visiting him and we pooled all of our um, piggy bank money together. Yeah. And we went to my mom and my stepdad and we're like, look, we'll pay if you guys take all of us to go see the Ghostbusters. Oh, awesome. <laughs> and they were so touched by that, that of course we didn't have to pay. Yeah, right. That's awesome. But they took us all to see it and we all loved it. So that yeah. was what? 80 84, I think. Yeah. 83, 84. Yeah, I think 84. Um, so I got, good. I got a quick Ghostbusters story, too, because I know we got to move on. But um, I was a huge Ghostbusters fan. I had the Ghostbusters uh, zapper that projected ghosts on the wall. It's actually sitting in this room that we're recording in Did right you now. like the cartoon? I loved the cartoon. The real Ghostbusters. Um, but I was really into the Ghostbusters. And uh, for my school talent show, and this would have been probably like 1987, 88, or whenever around the cartoon was popular, um, me... Uh, my best friend at the time, my sister and her best friend all did this thing where like one of them was dressed like a ghost and we came out and there was strobe lights and we zapped him and then it turned into, then the Ghostbusters song started to play. <laughs> yep. And me and my buddy uh, Pogo balled and my sister and her best friend jump, uh, did jump rope to the Ghostbusters song. So if you can picture... <laughs> can I ask a question? And we did the whole song. I'm sure it was really terrible for everyone, <laughs> everyone in attendance. I was going to ask... And why was this a talent? Pogo balling stuff, man. 
Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was... Don't oh, knock it till you try I remember it. thinking I was the coolest guy ever at the time, but it, now it sounds just oh, really lame and kind of sad. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we got to move on, but <laughs> if there's any that we're forgetting, Adam's family, just let us know. So... <laughs> oh, Adam's family. That's, that's my, little, a, uh, Kev, right, my little Kevin Nealon, Mr. Right. Subliminal shout right. out. Well, moving on, the last horror comedy that we want to talk about is The Burbs. Now... I love this film. I saw this in the theater. Yeah, me too. Um, Tom Hanks is... What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. Um, I will say Tom Hanks is probably... We all know him as Oscar winner Tom Hanks these days. Um, and his very serious roles in Philadelphia and Saving Private Ryan and then Forrest Gump. Obviously, he won the Oscar for that. But his physical comedy... Um, Hilarious. In, in movies like The Burbs or The Money Pit or Joe versus the Volcano, which I actually really <laughs> I like enjoy. That too. Yeah. Um, Turner and Hooch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, The Burbs, 1989. This movie had horror elements, a, a lot of horror elements, mm -hmm. actually. Um, but so funny. Very funny moments. Hilarious movie. We got Bruce Dern. Yeah. We got Carrie Fisher playing, um, playing the, the wife. wife. We got Corey Feldman. Any movie with the Feld dog is is awesome. <laughs> Ricky Butler, the neighbor. <laughs> um, what What are your memories of this movie? What What do you think about this movie, David? Uh, I saw it at the theater when it came out, and I remember seeing it with my family. And what's weird is I remember when we walked out, none of us liked it. And then years, what? I know. And then years passed, and there was a video store by my house. And when they when they closed, they sold off all their inventory, and we bought. Um, a bunch of uh, VHS tapes. My mom used to do daycare out of the house, so uh, we needed a bunch of movies that were kid-friendly. So that was rated PG. So we bought a bunch of movies, and that was one of them. And then we watched it one day, and all of us were like, dude, what was up our butts that day? This movie yeah. is gold. This movie's hilarious. Sometimes and it takes are, a second. And now and why are we showing it now, to kids? Literally everyone <laughs> in my family uh, finds that movie uh, hilarious. Like, we all love it. Um, but that movie cracks me up. I think just the... The plot is also very similar if you're a fan of The Twilight Zone. Um, if there's an episode called The Monsters Are Due on Maple Street, which is all about paranoia and con you know convincing yourself that the people around you are, yeah. are, are monsters. And that's kind of what the movie's about. Is just Well, so quickly to go over the plot. The plot is suburban America, uh, Midwest, I believe, is where it takes place because they do the whole pan in yeah, at I the beginning Yeah, I think it's supposed to take place in Iowa or something. And they... Are, are living in this neighborhood, this suburban neighborhood, and there's a new neighbor who moved into the house after the old neighbors abruptly moved out without saying goodbye to anybody. And Tom Hanks plays the direct, like, uh, property line neighbor to uh, this new family. The Klopex. The Klopex. And something's not so right. I mean, he steps foot on their lawn and like the wind starts blowing. Yeah, <laughs> right. he looks over the uh, the fence at night and they're in the backyard digging in the rain. The house yeah. stands out from all the other houses. Yeah, it's Weird very noises like, come from it's the unkept. House. Yeah, it's very very creepy. Like everything's like pristine white picket fence, um, white houses and green lawns, and theirs is like dingy. It looks like a haunted house. Yeah, yeah, it looks like straight out of a haunted house. And so the other neighbors, he's got a neighbor across the street, Bruce Dern. Who's Mr. Rumsfield. Mr. Rumsfield. He's like the colonel. He was. He's like a Vietnam vet. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, his other neighbor. Rick uh, DeComan. Yep. Who plays Art yeah. uh, Weingartner. Yeah. And he's like 
kind of obnoxious. Oh, he's the douche. He's the douche of the neighborhood. <laughs> he's the one that kind of pushes uh, the loud mouth. Yeah, Tom Hanks' character. Like, there's something going on over there. Yeah, and he's always coming over at just the scene where he what comes over. What are you guys over. eating in there? <laughs> yeah, he eats all their food. <laughs> and he takes like ribs. It's like morning and he's eating <laughs> eggs and sausage. Yeah. Then he takes ribs. Carrie Fisher's cooking the- breakfast and he's eating like he even grabs four pi- kinds of meat. And he even grabs a pineapple at one point. Yeah, he grabs a whole pineapple. But the funny thing is, is she's going to feed the dog and she walks by with the dog's food and he grabs a little bit of that and pops it in his mouth. <laughs> I never noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> no, for that. no, because what happens is, is like he's eating the food and she walks by with the dog's dish. And he grabs some and puts it in his mouth, and then he's all, ugh, ugh. He gets that look, and then she's all, she's all, here, whatever the dog's name is, and she sets the food down, and so you realize that he ate the dog food. But yes, he does grab a whole pineapple and a rack of ribs. He just eats everything, but they're cool with it. Like, yeah. they, that's him, but his wife is gone for the week, uh, so he's at home by himself, and so he has nothing better to do than to hang out with Tom Hanks, who's actually also taken a vacation. Or trying to, yeah. And if he I remember, just wants to chill, yeah. If I remember correctly, it was changed when the movie was released. But originally, I guess there was a scene that revealed that Tom Hanks had actually been fired from his job. So or, I was actually going to mention that yeah. is like I get the impression that he was saying he was taking a vacation to cover up the fact right. that he had gotten fired from his job or laid off or something from his wife. Like he didn't want to tell her, so he's like, oh, "I'm just going to take a vacation to take a break." Um, that's the impression that I actually got throughout the whole movie. Uh, so anyway, so he was taking a break for the week. Uh, his neighbor was didn't have a wife. Apparently, he didn't have a job either. What, what was his <laughs> fucking job? Oh, Art? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't remember. I, I feel like they did make uh, an excuse for why his wife wasn't going to be around or why he was going to have the house to himself. Well, his yeah, his wife was with his mother-in-law, and he didn't want to spend the week with his mother-in-law and his wife. That's right. Um, but... I don't know what his job was. And then he got Ricky. Um, the neighborhood party animal. Yeah, he's Corey just Feldman. Corey Feldman. His parents are always gone and he's supposed to be painting the porch. <laughs> and Bruce Dern even goes, paint the, the fucking paint the porch. <laughs> hey, meathead. <laughs> paint oh. your damn house. And then there's this snobby neighbor down the street um, who, who goes, has the dog. Yeah, he oh, goes Walter. missing. Walter. Walter. Yeah. Or no, Klopek. not Klopek. No, no, no. Yeah. Walter, I can't Walter. remember his last name, but yeah. But Walter, he has the dog who shits on Bruce Queenie. Stern's Queenie, who shits on yeah. Bruce Stern's lawn. But he <laughs> goes, all of a sudden, he's gone. He's gone. So and they break into his house. They break into his house. Uh, Bruce Dern, I, I keep calling him Bruce the Dern. The neighbors. Uh, uh, Mr. Uh, yeah. Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld, uh, Art, Tom Hanks, and Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. They all break into his house, and the only thing that they find is his, his toupee. 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 And why would he leave the house? His dog is there. Yeah. He's gone. His dog, who he loves more than anything, and his toupee is there also. So they're like, what the fuck is going on here? But Tom Hanks says, ah, nothing's up. He slips the toupee through the mail slot in the door. Takes the dog. Takes the dog. Writes a note, a note says, saying, I have your dog. I have your dog. And, and did you know that that dog is the same dog from Silence of the Lambs? That's right. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It puts the lotion on its body. <laughs> Don't hurt my dog. It's, it's, yeah. It puts the lotion in the basket or it's the hose. Put the fucking lotion in the basket. Put the fucking lotion in the basket. <laughs> Why does he say it that way? Put the fucking Put the lotion, lotion in the basket. <laughs> I don't know. Buffalo Bill, he was awesome. Uh, can you imagine what he looks like from behind, though? A little wiener poking through. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Finkel little, and Einhorn little, from little uh, fruit bowl in the back from Ace Ventura. 
There's a bunch of people in the neighborhood uh, plunging their face, like <laughs> vomiting. Dan Marino is like, uh, I, I kissed Buffalo Bill. Um. <clears throat> anyway, so they're like, what happened to Walter? Uh, nothing happened to Walter. Da 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 da. But slowly but surely, they start discovering the neighbors might be involved. Yeah, more suspicious stuff starts happening. They start going through their trash. They see Dick things. Miller. The Dick Miller. Yeah. Dick Miller is uh, is the trash man. Um, they see them digging at night. Yeah. So Art's so, really pushing. Like, gotta go over there. We gotta see. What's so we going gotta on. talk about the neighbors, the Klopex. There's three of them. There's the the son, who's played by I don't know the actor's name, but he played Malachi. Uh, Courtney Gaines. Courtney yep, Gaines from uh, Children of the Corn. He played Malachi in Children of the Corn, and he is <laughs> Hans. Hans. Hans Christian Andersen, the fine Christian name. <laughs> <laughs> His name really Hans Klopek. Yeah, Brewster. Hans Christian Andersen, a fine Christian they name. Go, and they're like, just to skip ahead a little bit, like, when they go in the house, they find a picture. Like, and they're like, oh, cute girl. Is she a friend of yours? And he goes, no, it came with the frame. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably quote this movie but uh, all day long, but I, I really think instead of just saying what happens in the entire film people got to watch this movie yes you got to watch it's it on amazon prime right now so if you're a prime member and i don't get paid by uh jeff bezos <laughs> i wish i did that uh, nice. give me that bezos money give me that bezos money mm. um mm. <laughs> i order enough shit from him that yeah, I should. jeff if you're listening dude yeah hit I, us up yeah if you like horror films jeff we'll have you on the podcast um, anyway, it's on, if you're a prime member, it's on for free on Amazon prime, or you can just, I mean, buy the DVD, buy the Blu-ray. Yeah. It's, it's definitely worth it. And it's definitely, it's probably a twice a year watcher. Yeah. I watch it pretty regularly. Yeah. yeah. I would say you could watch it twice a year. Tom, like I said, Tom Hanks one, I got to mention this one part. Cause I just thought it was brilliant when the house blows up at the end. <laughs> And he comes out of the ruins and yeah. he comes down the stairs. And his feet, like he just kind of glides He's just down. Like, bop, 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 bop. And you know what's funny? I'm so inspired by that scene that that's how I come down the stairs in my own house all, all the time. I just try to just kind of slide it. Oh, yeah. There's some great, there's some great so moments. Great. He, Bruce Dern has one of the greatest moments. I was telling Ellen on our way up here and, and David, you, you helped me quote this, but uh, he goes into the house meeting the Klopex for the first time and uncle Rupert, oh, Ruben, yeah. Ruben, and he's like, uh, Klopek, what is that? Slavic? <laughs> no. Oh, you bought a level nine there on the tension <laughs> scale the there, Ruben. Bruce Dern has great lines. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, the first time that they're all kind of gossiping outside the house. This really weird noise comes from the house and then all this like puff of smoke and you see flames coming from the basement and then all the power goes out in the neighborhood. Um and then they have like a weird smell. They're like, what is that smell? And Bruce Dern goes, smells like they're cooking a goddamn cat over there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, awesome. Oh. Uh, what, what's uh, another one? What's another one? Hey, Pinocchio, where are you going? Tom's trying to run away and he's wearing a little vest. He's like Pinocchio. Oh, yeah, he tackled him. Oh, my God. When um, uh, Corey Feldman... Uh, mentioned the pizza dude, the pizza delivery guy. He said pizza dude. That became a common phrase pizza because dude. of that movie. I... I called was so dude. annoyed. I watched this the other night. I actually, me and my son and my wife watched this. 
every time Feldman talked, I was like, oh, shut up. <laughs> like, like it didn't he, really bother me. Uh, yeah, Feldman doesn't bother me uh, in that movie. Nah. No, he doesn't bother me. But when he would say pizza dude, I called the pizza I dude. I called the pizza dude. And at the end, he looks at the camera. I love this street. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, my favorite Tom Hanks line. Mm. Do you remember the part where they watched the Clopex? I think it's shortly after the goddamn cat line. Um, they back out of their driveway with all the lights off, uh-huh. uh, and then they drive to the end of the street. And, and then, puts the trash yeah, in. Yeah, and he puts the trash in. Yeah. He, he takes a bag uh, that looks like it could be a dead body. Hans does. Hans this. does, and puts it in the trash can, and then starts hitting it with a stick. Yeah. I, I had to write this down because it's a great line. Uh, he says, Tom Hanks looks out and he says, I've never seen that. I never seen anybody drive their garbage down to the street and then bang the hell out of it with a stick. I never seen that. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, just quick side story. So, um, and actually that scene, something very similar happened in my own life. So Alan and Brett both know this. I have, for the entire time we've known each other, I refer to my next door neighbors as the Clopex because uh-huh. uh, they are people that uh, rarely come out. They only come out at night. They're very strange. Um, and a couple of years ago, they burned their house down, uh, and, and they haven't lived there and since. they haven't lived there since. And now, uh, a, a couple months ago, we had a bad monsoon storm here in Phoenix and a gigantic tree <laughs> in their backyard got blown over, uh, and is currently sitting on and in, like it impaled their house. So there's a tree sticking out of their house. <laughs> Nobody lives there. Nobody lives there. They haven't lived naked. there for two years. But what's really funny and what reminded me of this is the day after their house burned down. Um, I heard a weird noise and I went to my backyard and I kind of peeked over the fence and the neighbors, the Clopex were moving <laughs> around back there and they had a flashlight that they would only turn on in like two second intervals. They would turn it on and then the light would go off and then you'd hear movement. It was like they didn't want to be seen. And then I shit you not a few minutes later, they backed out of their driveway with their lights turned no, off on didn't. their car. They did. And they drove away. <laughs> And they turned. They drove all the way to the end of the street, and when they went around the corner, then they turned the headlights oh on. Oh my god! And that was the last time I saw them. Wow. What's in that Fucking house? Fucking creepy. What's in that house? Oh, Is there shit know. still in there? Yeah, they were big time hoarders. The yeah, they that's had, how the house caught on fire. Yeah, right? yeah. And, and the, didn't he not know if his wife was in the yeah, house? Yeah, apparently he wasn't sure. There was this weird confusion <laughs> about whether or not the wife was around. Then we found out the wife was maybe out of town. Oh god, the whole thing was just. Really Did you shady. Really ever strange. notice any funny smells? No, it smelled like they're cooking a goddamn, goddamn cat, cat over there. Um, I should have been inspired by this movie and just invited myself over with brownies yeah. or something one day, <laughs> pick at their wallpaper and stuff. Yeah, we all we all go over there with our wives yeah, yeah. <laughs> that 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 story that that house it's still empty it's still yeah it's been it's all, boarded it's been up they years. were chopping down a well, tree that we this know morning. of right are yeah, we sure uh, that when, it's empty yeah when you guys showed up they were still chopping down a tree so god yeah i feel like at your halloween party this year we should sneak over there we should do it do get, some, get enough beers in us and yeah, we'll sneak go, over there we'll and like around. look through mm-hmm. what if there's like bodies that's what I'm saying. Are we sure it's empty? There has to be. You found there, one of my skulls, didn't you? <laughs> there can't be any bodies because the police probably had to investigate after the fire. And then Mr. Klopek's going to show up and like, I want my skull. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'll just take yours. Uh, Wonderful. All right. Go see it. All right. Well, if you have your favorite horror comedy movie, um, as Alan said earlier, message us. Where can they message us at, David? You can message us. Uh, we go directly through our website, www.theswearwolves.com. You can follow us or tweet us at The Swearwolves on Twitter. You can go to Facebook where we are, The Swearwolves, or you can email us directly at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. All right. And for The Swearwolves, I'm Brett. 
I'm David. I'm Alan. Have a great week.